hello First Baptist Fisherville. Uh, our staff wants to send out some encouraging videos to you each week as we go through this unique season of ministry. Uh, and today I'm coming to you from my favorite chair on all of our church campus. This is a chair that's in one of our offices. It was in my office for a long time. Uh, I inherited it from Travis Rucker, the youth minister who was here before me. And so Travis, if you watch this video and know your chair is still here and alive and well, uh, just waiting for someone else to take possession of it. Um, I'm, I'm sitting here because many of you might be sitting in your own chair, your own favorite chair today, um, stuck there wondering what in the world God is up to today. Let me tell you about a passage of scripture I read just the other day that may give you some encouragement. It comes from the book of Esther. Esther was the queen of Persia. She was a Jewish girl who was living there after the Babylonian captivity. Uh, the Babylonians conquered the, the, the kingdom of Judah, and then the kingdom of Persia conquered the Babylonians. Um, and through a series of events, God ordained that Esther would become the queen of that empire. There was a man named Haman. He was a king's official, um, and he had plotted and schemed uh, to have all the Jews killed in that empire. Um, and Esther's uncle, Mordecai, came to know the plot. He went to Esther, told her about the plot, um, told Esther she needed to do something about it. Esther was scared. She was nervous. She had not told the king that she was Jewish. Um, and also, in that day, in that kingdom, um, it, she was not able just to go to the king and appear in his presence. She had to wait until she was called for. And so for her even to go to the king was a dangerous situation. She didn't know what to do. She was scared. She told Mordecai that and sent a message back to him. He responds in Esther chapter 4, verse 13. And he says, it says there that Mordecai told them to reply to Esther, Do not think to yourself that in the king's palace you will escape any more than all the other Jews. For if you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance will rise from the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you have not come, in, come to the kingdom for such a time as this. That last phrase caught me, and I thought about our situation. For such a time as this. Mordecai was suggesting to Esther that God had placed her in that position of power for exactly that moment, for a purpose, for a reason, to save the Jews, to be the one who would deliver the Jews from being killed. He had a plan for her, um, a way in which he was going to work through her for the sake of his children. And he did work through her to save the Jewish people. Many of you right now are likely sitting at home wondering what your purpose is at this moment. Uh, this coronavirus has kept us home. Our, uh, our government officials here recently in Memphis, Shelby County, have issued a shelter-in-place order asking all residents in non-essential positions to stay home. Maybe your job is non-essential, um, and so you're sheltering at home just praying that the sickness doesn't come your way, but maybe God has placed you there for such a time as this. Maybe He has a purpose in it. In fact, I know He does. He has a purpose. He has a plan. Uh, now, what could that plan be? What could that purpose be for this moment? It might be that God wanted to slow you down for a season of life so that maybe you would spend more time in prayer, more time in His Word, more time with your family. Maybe God wants you to reach out to a friend or a neighbor to talk to someone over the phone. Remember, coronavirus doesn't spread over the phone. And so maybe God 
has given you this time, this extra free time in your life um, in order to be able to reach out to those that you love, to reach out to those who need to hear the gospel, to share Christ's love with someone else. I mean, He's taken away our freedom uh, to move about, to go shopping, to go watch sports, to do things like that. And so surely God has a plan for us in this time of life. Or maybe your job is quote-unquote essential, as the government calls it. And so your daily life hasn't changed that much. You're still going to work. You're still doing everything that you've always been doing. God still has you there for such a time as this. There is a purpose. There is a reason that God has placed you where He has placed you. You know, seasons like this in which we're going through so much uncertainty, so much trial and difficulty, these are seasons in which people are generally more receptive to spiritual things. And so maybe God is still allowing you to go about your job so that you can interact with people, so that you can share the gospel, so that you can share the hope that Jesus Christ has given you, so you can remind people that our God is a God of peace. He's a God of love. He's a God of hope. Um, He's a God who answers prayer. And so use this season to do the Lord's work. Don't pass up the opportunity to fulfill God's specific purpose for these days. Instead, pray, seek the Lord's will, and follow the Spirit's lead. I want you to know that our church staff is praying for you, and we are going to keep saying the same thing over and over again. If there is something that you need, some way that we can pray for you, some need that we can meet for you, please reach out to us so that we can do so. But in the meantime, we're lifting you up in prayer um, and asking that the Lord would keep you safe, would keep you healthy, and would show you His purpose for these days. See you later.